0: Welcome back to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, you know it, we like to talk about uh, some things which are food and drink related. And it's a coincidence today that it's uh, International Gin and Tonic Day. And I'm really, really delighted uh, to invite on the program John Rhodes, who is a gin enthusiast. And also, of course, you'll know him as our whiskey expert. John, it's great to speak to you again today. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Noreen. It's, uh, it's been quite a while, actually. It um, has been, yeah. yeah. We're already at the back end of summer.
0: I can't believe it. Uh, two more months and then it'll be the new year. It'll be 2022 i'm still getting over 2020 to be honest
1: yeah where did it go
0: <laughs> exactly well um i know that you are a, a gin enthusiast and in and also in recent years you've also come on the program before to talk about uh gin appreciation let's talk a little bit more about sort of your observation of of gin in, in hong kong have you sort of seen uh people appreciating gin a bit more are you seeing more pop-ups of, of um, uh, gin shops and and gin bars Oh yeah,
1: tremendously um, it's gin is just sort of like taken over in a in a nice clear wave of spirit um for about the last or oh, certainly two, three years um, and it's I think it's become really quite nicely and well established here uh, mm-hmm. and there's the the selection here now that you can get is that tremendous. It's like, well, where do you go? Which one do you choose? Um, you know in terms of like what's available in retail shops especially let's say for example like the bottle shop um, they've got uh, there's over 400 you know for for those guys Whoa. um you know so it's like well where do you go and there's there's gin starting to come in from all sorts of places um i've had a taste of stuff from uh, uh india south africa um, so, was, yeah, there's
0: some interesting gins out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm nodding like mad here because I think before, it, it, I think Hendrix was like the fancy gin. But now, nowadays, the, I, I couldn't even name you the, the, the types of fancy gin, but they're infused with all sorts of different fruits, different flavors. Grapefruit gin, I think I've seen. I think I've seen uh, a lychee gin before as well. They're just all sorts of different flavors uh, infused uh, in, in the gin. What sorts of interesting gin have you... Uh, come across in, in your years? <laughs>
1: oh, in my years? Well, oh, loads, loads, loads. Many. I mean, to me, gin and tonic day is like pretty much every day. Uh, you know, <laughs> unless it's a whiskey day. In which case, well, yeah. Um, well, I think the interesting stuff I'm really going for, uh, I'm, I'm aiming for more like sipping gins uh, rather than they, something you'd mix in <gasps> with, uh, you know, something fizzy. Um, Explain yeah. to our
0: listeners, so, yeah, because usually gin, we'd usually mix it with, with tonic or something, but now you can kind of sip it like like whiskey you'd have it as a, as a nightcap or you know before bed or before meal explain that con- is it quite concentrated or how, how does it work it's not gin?
1: it's um, I would say sipping gins tend to be less uh, let's say they're less like a London dry gin which is your typical you know for example like uh, Gordon's or something like that you know that's that's your typical mm. London dry gin Um, uh, And it's it's got quite a lot of power to it, so of course it it goes very well with something like tonic uh, and other mixers as well. Um, But if you've got something like a sipping gin, uh, these ones, yeah, as you say, they're just literally, I'm I'm more than happy having that just straight. Um, And I kind of, I do it similar to my whiskeys, to be honest, Um, I I don't always put in ice. so I mean, like an example is uh, there's there's, Edinburgh, there's, an, there's an Edinburgh gin. Um, you know, I'm a bit partial to Edinburgh, <laughs> um, and it's it's rhubarb and ginger, and it's oh, great. Wow. You know, it's a really nice. Uh, I would almost say sweet. It's quite floral, and I, I okay. I have, I'll be honest. I, Rhubarb, to me, has always been a a fairly subtle thing, and it's always been in stews and, and, you know, like rhubarb and custard, right? Yeah, rhubarb
0: and custard, yeah. Um,
1: But it does have a a flavor of its own. Um, So that was one of the ones. Um, And then there's another one, which is actually a local brand. Um, And that one's Perfume Tree. and It's another excellent, fantastic sipping gin, and these guys use botanicals from Hong Kong. Um, and so they they have the botanicals from Hong Kong um, it's actually distilled in the Netherlands but they bottle it here hmm. um, and that's another fantastic sipping gin um, and yeah so this, this is kind of like the direction I've gone in um, as far as gins go So I, I really like the flavours you can really savour them you know?
0: yeah um, this might be a, a strange question but when you have gin and tonic sometimes people will mix in maybe cucumber or a slice of lime when you're sipping when you're drinking the gin neat um, do you put a slice of lime in or do you, do you add any garnish to it? I'll
1: sometimes add garnish. Um, I've, I've taken, I'm having a go, uh, this is very recent, to making my own lime juice. Oh. Now, you can actually, you know, of course you can make lime juice uh, you can get lime juice or lime cordial, let's say. Um, and But I, I tend to find the commercial ones a bit on the sweet side. Um, if, if you can't be bothered doing it, then I, I can recommend it, uh, Watson's Lime cordials. It's not so sweet as some of the other stuff, um, and, and if you can find it. But um, if you're, like, making it yourself, so you just, if you can, try and get, you know, the big limes you get from, let's say, uh, sort of Thai supermarkets or, or places oh, yeah, like that. yeah, can Get it from there, the big ones. Uh, Otherwise, you're forever taking with the small ones, uh, squeezing out a small amount of juice, Um, you know. uh, And I know there's going to be some sort of joke about squeezing the lemon, but it's it's not. It's you squeeze the lime. Um, So basically, you just get the lime juice, and you can either sweeten it up with uh, honey uh, or you can use just plain syrup. So you can add another element of flavor to it. And it's because it's so homemade and, and, you know, keep all the bits in it, um, you know, so put that together, um, and that can be quite nice. Uh, and that's, that's it's quite powerful, so maybe mm-hmm. add a little bit of water just to water it down. And then, of course, you need to water it down with a couple of slugs of gin.
0: Mm, that's interesting. And, of course, um, back to gin and tonic now, and through your recommendation, I remember um, a few months back, or maybe it was last year, actually, you also came on to talk about gin and tonic. And you introduced uh, to, to me and, and the listeners um, flavoured tonic. I'd never tried um, elderflower tonic, and I think, I, think um, I got some from your shop uh, last time as well. Uh, talk us through the sort of different tonic waters or different flavors that you can mix in with the gin as well.
1: Ah, yeah, that was because they were relatively new on the scene here in Hong Kong. I think that was a company, it was Fever Tree. Yeah, uh, but there's right. another couple of companies now since then that have also come up with different sort of uh, combination
0: tonics. Because um, I'd the- never heard of flavored tonic before.
1: Yeah, they, they, you got, how do you say the The elderflower one, um, is a was a particularly nice one. I uh, just drink it on its own. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, it was, it's, it's nice. They get yeah, the
0: gin, but yeah. yeah, it was nice to mix with the gin. But it was um, also tasty on its by by itself as well.
1: Yeah, no, there there are there's some other manufacturers that are making that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, of a similar kind of nature. I um, kind of off the top of my head, I've forgotten the names. Yeah, I've forgotten um, the
0: other flavours I tried. But as well. uh, the other the one, they had one was
1: really was, well, stupid, well, there's one yeah. called Mediterranean, which was really nice as well, because um, it's it's not like the sharp quinine kind of flavor mm-hmm. uh, like you get a normal good old-fashioned uh tonic um but it's uh i trying to think what else was there there's another one that was a bit more sort of um i think it was based more on angelica root um and the perfume tree has a lot of you know that gin has got a lot of angelica root in it so that would uh, sort of enhance the angelica side of things um but yeah so that's that's uh you just go looking on the shelves basically
0: yeah the different ones and of course they enhance the 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 various flavors of gin well you know if the gin itself has flavor mixing flavored tonic water is you know you you feel a bit like a a, a bartender sort of making a cocktail um my final question uh to to you today uh john is really about gin pairing um gin is a kind of um drink that I think people have it during, you know, meals or, you know, when they have um, seafood or, I don't know, lunch or dinner. Um, have you sort of come across some interesting pairing?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I like playing around <laughs> you, with that. Yeah. Um, so one of the ones that I could definitely sort of uh, recommend, uh, and this is, again is to go with a sipping gin. It's really like a canapé. So if you've got friends around, you can have a canapé, right? So one of them is um, get some sliced avocado, uh, put onto a cream cracker. Um, and a little bit of sliced parma ham. Uh, uh, try and get one that's not too, too salty. Uh, and then you, a little bit of, uh, well, a few drops of mango balsamic vin- uh, vinegar. Um, and you get a nice little combination going on there. Wow. You get a little bit I of zestiness hungry. from the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you can also sort of like lump on a bit of cream cheese as well if you want to bulk it up a bit. Um, but I, I tend to put just a tiny layer on just to sort of like hold the, you know, hold the avocado in place.
0: Yeah, wow, that's 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 tasty. Um, do you find gin tonic also goes well with seafood or red meat? Um, what's your experience? Mm,
1: red meat, I think I've i kind of found it as a challenge, but I'm, I'm willing to have anyone who's listening out there um, to correct me on that. Uh, I find that a little bit more difficult, especially things like pork, because it's quite salty and oh, quite pungent. Yeah. Whereas with beef, it's more subtle. Um, so I think you probably could do. And if you did do it with beef, I'd do it as, a um, let's say, a tartar. Um, and that would go quite nicely, because yeah. you get the richness of the beef uh, quite nicely to sort of like mix with the sharpness of the alcohol, and, and that can be quite nice.
0: Yeah, I can sort of see it going well with uh, sushi as well. Um, you know it's Tuesday today, so we'll be chatting with Andrew Dambina after you, just just after the news. And he is a big gin and tonic fan, so I'll, I'll be sure to ask him um, Ooh, what should, he uh, you know, yeah what he pairs <laughs> what he pairs his uh, gin and tonic with. Was out of curiosity, um, when's the best time for people to drink gin? Is it a, a before dinner gin a, a drink, or is it sort of a during dinner drink, or is it sort of a nightcap? I mean, what's your preference? Yes. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, my preference, oh, I think my preference is, I mean, I'm still kind of old-fashioned. I, I like a gin-based Bloody uh, a bloody Mary, basically. Oh, um, I've, yeah.
0: never, uh, I've never tried a gin-based Bloody Mary.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Usually I mean, that's, that's a complete meal. I mean, it's a perfect oh. sundowner sort of thing, you know, it's like an aperitif. Um, yeah, if you get a nice big sort of prawn, uh, nice lump of celery... And if you get some, uh, uh, to be honest, I think the best tomato juice I've come across um, is from Marks and Spencer's um, <laughs> because it's, it's got all the, the flavors and everything. Uh, and it's not it's already a little bit salty. So you, you don't need to go too heavy on the salt. You just add a little bit of maybe pepper and a, mm. uh, something like that. Um, yeah. So that's that's the other one.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. Well, we shall be giving this a crack, and today is International Gin and Tonic Day, so what better way to celebrate than to, if you want to, have a have a gin and tonic or two today. Well, John, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Remind our listeners once again, if we want to find out about you and your workout, have you got a website? or you on social media?
1: We do have the website. We've actually just revamped it a bit. Um, it's still uh, working. It's Caskill's, uh so C A S K E L L. S. com. Excellent. Um, and I'm actually calling you from the basement of the Peninsula. Oh, we have we have a new shop.
0: Oh, congratulations! <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, John. And I look forward to more chats with you next time. Thank you very much. All right. Cheers, Norine. Bye. Bye. All
1: my favorite-